Good evening. Welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the South Side and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome to those who are visiting with us today. Please know you are always welcome here. We are glad to see you as we gather once more for the Holy Sacrifice of Mass. This is a reminder that current safety guidelines require us to celebrate with safety protocols, but we are still here to celebrate the Paschal Mystery in communion with our risen Lord. All hymnals have been removed and no music will be sung by the congregation today. Also, communion for the congregation will happen at the conclusion of Mass and you will be instructed about that and ushered forward at that time. I am Thomas Conroy, parish musician, and I will be reading the readings today. And our celebrant is Father Michael. Please rise. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. God, who through your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those that you have rescued from the slavery of sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let's be seated and attentive to God's Word. A reading from the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord, Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the foal of an ass. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The warrior's bow shall be banished, and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 145. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. I will extol you, O oh my God and King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate to all his works. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. 
I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. The Lord is faithful in all his works and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit, if only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. If the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. Consequently, brothers and sisters, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia. Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. I give you praise, Father of heaven and earth, for what you have hidden from the wise and the learned, you have revealed to the little ones, sometimes translated the childlike. And actually, little ones is also a kind of a very affectionate phrase that Jesus uses for his disciples, for his followers. So, revealed to disciples, revealed to childlike, revealed to little ones. There was a funny book that my mother had um, on her coffee table, our coffee table in my living room. And it was the book that some of you probably have heard of and familiar with. And it's Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. You guys familiar with that book? It's really, a, it's just a beautiful little book. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, and so, you know, it just talks about basic principles. You know, we, we, when we're born and we start to, start to grow up, and, you know, by the time we get to kindergarten, maybe we're four or five years old, and we start to really learn through kindergarten, I think through our families, some of those basic, simple life lessons that are supposed to stick with us and stay with us all day long, or all day, all, all lifelong, right? So, so we're, we're taught to care for other people. We're taught to share with one another, right? Um, uh, we're taught some of the basic things that we need to know uh, of what it means to be in a community, to be in a family, right? To work together, those sorts of things, right? We learn to listen, try to listen to directions, <laughs> to, to, to our parents, to, you know, the basic things in life. So learning it in kindergarten. Unfortunately, I think Although probably we learned most of what we need to know in kindergarten, we forgot a lot of it, you know, as our hearts have somehow become sometimes more cold or hardened, and life sometimes does that to us. Uh, we hear in today's gospel passage, it's a very unique thing what Jesus is doing because he actually, in the midst of a bunch of things that is happening and going on, he pauses and then exclaims and actually does this prayer to the Father that talks about the little ones um, and talks not only about little ones, but also talks about um, how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so, um, so Jesus, the context of the gospel is very interesting because Jesus has just gone through this long section of sending out his disciples. He's just sent them into towns ahead of him. He's talked to them about the struggles and the persecutions that they're going to face. He's even told them, you have to take up your cross and follow me. He's told them that you have to love me more than you even love your family, father, mother, brother, and sister. He's talked about that. What happened right before we heard today's gospel was actually he's talking about John the Baptist because John the Baptist actually calls his ministry into question. Are you really the one? And then after that, in talking about John the Baptist, he, he was with, um, with both pain and, I want to say, passion, actually talks about the towns and actually, in, uh, we use the word, and condemns them, basically saying, your hearts are so hardened. You're being called to something new, to something transformative in love and in the kingdom of God, and you're not listening. And then right after that, he goes,
goes into this passage, talking about how in order to understand him, receive him, understand God's kingdom, you have to be like one of the little ones, and that that yoke, that, that is really that burden, if you will, is not really that heavy when it's shared with the Father, with him, and with a heart that is open. We were talking about this passage, um, actually a parish leadership team, which is five of us, and one of the habits that we've got into as a parish whenever we have a meeting or the gathering of pastoral council or the staff or, or finance council or, uh, you know, maybe it's before uh, talking about what's going to happen at liturgy uh, for some of the liturgical ministries, a meeting or a, a group. Uh, we, what we've oftentimes done is we've taken some of the scripture passages for the upcoming week and we've kind of collectively shared them spend some time in silence, and then shared uh, a bit of what that reading speaks. And so it's really been a great thing for me because I'm who I am, and I look at the scriptures the way I do, but it's wonderful to hear the perspective of others. Um, maybe, as a matter of fact, since there's so few of you, maybe I should have done that tonight, right? I apologize. But Christine Jordanoff, who's uh, one of the members of our parish leadership team, after he, she heard this passage and she's heard, heard that, that phrase, what you have kept from the wise and the learned, you have revealed to the childlike, shared a story. And it was the story of her five-year-old son, who was actually completing kindergarten. And one evening, they were kind of sitting down on the edge of the bed, and, and they were talking a little bit. And on the TV was actually a PBS special. And the PBS special was about um, actually a, a heart transplant. Now, if you've ever seen some of those PBS medical specials, they're a little bit, I would call them, medically graphic, right? And so the special is talking about how this happens. Somebody willingly, you know, has an organ donor card, and if they die and, and their, their body is still healthy and good, what happens is something that's needed, like a heart, is taken, it's packed in ice, put on a helicopter, flown to the person who needs it, and that person goes into surgery and gets that heart transplant. Well, as this is happening, and they're talking, but she, her, she knows her son's getting a bit squeamish, right? And and so, and so she tries to talk to her son a little bit and basically says, well, you know, this is a very amazing medical procedure and, and it's really a good thing. And she says to her son, her five-year-old son, you know, what would happen if you would need a heart someday? And somebody who actually died had signed that card and they were able to do this through, you know, the doctors are able to do this and you were able to live. And her son looks at her, still kind of squeamish and says, but what if I get a cold heart? And she kind of pauses, you know, kind of processing this. And she says, oh, is that because your heart is warm right now and you don't want to get a cold one? He said, yeah, I don't want a cold heart. I want my heart to always be warm. And yet... Isn't sometimes that what happens to us as we go through life, as we go through our faith, our commitments, what it means to be a disciple, as we go through both the joys and the struggles of what it means to live a life following Christ, as we deal with the, you know, everyday struggles of ourselves, you know, the systems around us, 
our jobs, our families, it seems that sometimes our hearts become hardened or cold. And we're not able to be open to remember, I think, some of those things again, those most significant and important things like we learned in kindergarten. How to care, how to listen, really listen openly and deeply to one another. What it means to share and to share with one another. What it means to give of ourselves in love and all the joy and all of the struggle and challenge that that brings. In the midst of Jesus talking about the difficulties that we would face as disciples, how people have not understood or have rejected his way, his kingdom, his love, his mercy, he pauses and prays to the Father for us, his followers, his disciples, his little ones, so that we will retain childlike hearts, warm hearts, and that we'll realize that this journey of discipleship, although is challenging, when we love, there's a lightness to that burden. It's carried together with one another. Disciples, how are our hearts can we hear the prayer of Christ for us to open those hearts in love, in caring, in sharing, in listening in the midst of this crazy time and place where we are now? I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for what you've hidden from the wise and the learned. You have revealed to the little ones, the childlike, those with warm hearts. Our response to our prayers of petition is, hear us, O Lord. We pray for an end to racism and violence, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember the recently baptized, those with birthdays and anniversaries during this month, we pray. Hear us, O Lord, for all of us in isolation, that we will find companionship with God through Scripture, recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives, and encourage others who are alone. We pray, hear us, O Lord, for the grace this week to turn to Jesus in moments of weakness. We pray, hear us, O Lord. On this 4th of July weekend, may God guide us in living the values which we proclaim so that all may experience life, liberty, and justice. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For those who have died in our parish community, especially Alice Kilroy, may they be welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And we remember today the parishioners of our parishes, as well as all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold now in the silence of our hearts. We pray, hear us, O Lord. And actually the intention 
The special intention is for Dorothy Grace. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. Eat this bread, drink this cup, come to me and never be hungry. Eat this bread, drink this cup, trust in me and you will not thirst. I am the bread of life, the true bread sent from the Father. Eat this bread, drink this cup, come to me and never be hungry. Eat this bread, this cup, trust in me and you will not burn.